Welcome to Thomasville Insights with the City of Thomasville. On the podcast, we'll talk to experts on everything from Thomasville history and events to daily operations and city business, all while having some fun in the process. We're your hosts, Austin Reams and Christy Owens. Thanks, everyone, for joining us on our City of Thomasville Insights podcast. We have what we hope will be an informative um, episode for you today. So, Austin, if it's okay with you, I'm just going to go ahead and kick things off and introduce our guest today. Go ahead. Looking forward to it today. We have um, a familiar face around the podcast. He's joined us a couple of times. We have Major Wade Glover with us from the Thomasville Police Department to talk about um, basically community block parties. Um, you're probably wondering why why would we want to devote a whole podcast episode to block parties, but we've had some concerns in our community um, lately with, with large parties that are happening across our community, particularly from a public safety standpoint. So we just kind of wanted to have um, a, a good discussion about it and kind of walk through the process of you know, possibly getting a permit if you're having a large event in, in Thomasville. So we're just going to go ahead and, and um, kick it off here. So Wade, thanks for being with us today. And just maybe give us a little bit of background on block parties. What, what's been happening and why are they kind of maybe a little bit of cause of concern for us? Well, thank you all for allowing me to come in today and, and share some comments and some information on this very uh, important uh, topic. So uh, over the last three or four or five months even, uh, we've had a several block parties that, you know, one of these parties that just pop up overnight or during the night or whatever, which cause us a lot of public safety issues, uh, meaning that we can't get public safety vehicles down to the area if somebody was hurt or, or a house was on fire or something like that. So what happens is we have some residents that, you know, maybe in, invite people over to their to their residence and or their home to have a party. And it becomes from a 30-member party to maybe a three or 300-member party, which goes outside of their residence, outside of their yard, and into the streets. And you got obviously parking issues, and people want to try to park, and they've got the streets blocked, and they got blocked on street cars parked on both sides of the street, which eliminates any kind of vehicles trying to get down the street, especially public safety, you know, fire trucks or ambulances or whatever the case may be. So we we're called upon, you know, from from residents within the area uh, about the, the loud noise and music complaints. And so we go down there and, and try to you know, mitigate that best we can. And we discover that the streets are totally blocked. And so what we have to do is we just start moving people. Um, and in one instance, of, we, had a, we had a situation where the streets were totally blocked and we had a, we had a, a, a juvenile that was in, in a parent you know, emergency situation and we were unable to get an ambulance down to, to that location. And we were able to, within 15 to 20 minutes, get it cleared enough to get down there. But this really can't happen. Um, if it had been something more serious, I, I, we, I really don't know what the outcome would have been. But it's important that people understand that you cannot block the streets for the main purpose of public safety. And again, it's all about the quality of life for the people that live in that area as well. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not about, um, I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with parties and having fun and uh, you know, we all uh, all love this community, and lo- you know it's a hospitality town, as as our mayor likes to say, and we uh, uh, welcome that. It's just when when it can get too big, where it, it gets unsafe for people. Is yeah. that maybe a good way to summarize it? Exactly. I mean, the Thomasville Police Department. We embrace the fact that we want people to have a good time. We want you to get together. That's what life's all about. Life, you know, it, it's hard in itself. We know that. We realize that. But we can't let people have so much fun at the expense of costing lives 
and, and property and things that could, could happen. So do it within reason. Do it within the law and do it within the ordinance, and you're, and you're going to be just fine. Just, you know, just stay within that, those parameters. We embrace you and want you to have a good time, but just do it within, within those parameters. So let's maybe walk through the process. So if someone was going to have um, a large event in Thomasville, if you're going to have possibly a party at your home, there's no special permitting required to do anything like that on your property um, to have a party at your house. But I guess if you're going to have maybe a large party at one of our parks or on city-owned property, what would walk us through the steps on, on what someone would possibly need to do if, if they're thinking about hosting some type of large event like that? So like you said, if it's on private property, you do not per se have to have a permit an approved permit for the city. However, it cannot impose or go outside your property limits. It can't get out into the streets. It can't block vehicle, I mean, block traffic or vehicle flow and things like that. So it's your responsibility to ensure that that party doesn't exceed those, those limits. If, if you have a, a gathering at a private party, a venue that you can rent, there's no permit required on that. However, there are still things with you know, that music, allow music and noise and things like that you have to stay within the parameters of the law if it's on public property city-owned property then you have to have a uh, a permit and it's issued through our city uh, if you call our main city number 227-7001 and and ask it to talk to someone about um, an event permit emma would be the person you talk to but as you were saying if you were going to have an event on city-owned property or public property um, we ask that you get an event permit in order to do that right and and that uh, the permit has to be approved, and it has a process, so it'll go through all the city departments, such as fire, police, public works, because all these things require barricades, utilities, power to those things, and obviously police and fire for the safety concern. If, it, it, if there's, there's an adequate, you know, police service there, if it's alcohol in, inside the, the event area, then police are most likely going to have to be, be hired and things like that. So. The process can, it's an easy approval as long as you just follow the steps. And it's all there on the website, or you can contact Miss Emma and she can walk you through that process. It's very simple. Yeah. But it's important to remember that if it's on private property, you don't necessarily have to have a permit. However, you have to stay within the guidelines of the law and our city ordinances. Right. And one yeah. of the things, you know, with, with that permit, like you were mentioning, it is a good idea if you're going to have a large event to get to get that permit because, as you said, on that permit process, you can, if you're in need of extra trash cans, possibly, if you're in need of um, police assistance, and all those things are outlined on that permit, so then the city would know, hey, you need some extra help assistance with these um, areas, and that's something that we could work with you to provide. Exactly. Even down to a barricade, you know, whatever whatever the city you know, provides a lot of services to our community, and, and again, I've said this on every podcast, I mean, everything that we do here at the city of Thomasville is all about our community. What we're talking about today is about our entire community. We, we want to keep everybody safe. We want you to have, uh, have fun and, and be joyful, but at the end of the day, we got we to we gotta keep everything safe. And, and, and as Christy said, you know, we got, you know, you got, may need some extra trash cans. You may need barricades. You may need police officers to, to work your event. If you follow that process, it's all laid out, lined up for you, and it's very easy. Uh, one of the things that um, uh, is good to know is um, the state of Georgia law about having like a, a, a ticketed event. If, if it's a ticketed event, um, then then you – how does that rule go about uh, like alcohol and a ticketed event? Well, I mean, so the state 
you know, kind of, you know, main things that and ensures that happened. You can apply for a one-day permit. You have to go through the Melissa Creel's office, and she'll walk you through that process. And once it's approved to the state, then she'll get the permit, and you're, and you're good. But what you can't do is do it without the permit. Right. And so, and that's some of the other issues we've been having. You know, people set up these private venues and start charging at the door, then serve alcohol, and that is not allowed. And so, again, there's a lot of information on the website. If you if you go to that website and look, and it tells you about, you know, alcohol permits to the state of Georgia, and, and Melissa Creel's office is a really good, you know, uh, resource that you can reach out to and provide you information. So, I mean, we can talk about the whole process, but until you go and sit down and one-on-one with people, you can really understand it. We encourage you to do that. We encourage you, if you have any questions, come meet with us one-on-one so we can walk you through the process. What we don't want to happen is once you get the start and had this event set up yeah, and have people work, yeah. done all that work and then people there at your at your residence or I mean, at your at your venue and then all of a sudden the police are called and say listen we got to shut you down because you didn't follow the permitting process and, yeah and a lot of that a lot of that permitting i'm, I'm just uh you know it's going to be kind of common sense stuff i mean when it comes to alcohol stuff there's strict rules about selling to minors and exactly. huge liability issues that you don't really want to I mean, you don't want to have a lawsuit on your hands anyway, so this this kind of helps helps mitigate some of that. And, and you bring up a good point. I mean, you know, if you're the event sponsor or the holder, whatever the permit holder, whatever the case may be, you are really you're the you're the responsible person for that. So if something happens, I like in our terminology, if the oink happens, if something really really bad happens, and you haven't followed the process then that liability falls back on you. And and so you want to make sure you have all the insurance and all the all the, the necessary process, security, you know, barricades, whatever the case may be, uh, you know, to, to in place to protect you from that and make sure that your participants understand that process too. Like you said, we're really just trying to get the word out that we want to work with you if you're having an event. Um, we're happy to walk you through the process, but, you know, keep that, those safety um things in mind because we don't want something to happen when you're out there enjoying yourselves at one of these large events and, and you know, something does um, occur and, and, you know, police or fire or um, EMS are not able to get to you to help you out when a time of need. So, as you said, that's really what we kind of want to stress and in, in, in getting the word out to everybody. And it's important to recognize, too, as we have responded to some of these calls or these, blo- these pop-up block parties, per se, we're noticing that we have a lot of people that's not from our community attending these events, these parties. Uh, you know, we have people from, the, you know, from Grady County and Lowndes County and Albany and Tallahassee, a mixture, a, a group of people that's not really, you know, they don't live here in our community, so they don't understand what we, we're all about here. And we're all about being safe. And they just come in and they do what they want to do and then they leave. And, and, and if you're inviting people, it's okay to invite people outside, but, you know, make sure they understand the process. Make sure that they, you know, we... We can't allow people just to park in the middle of the street and do whatever they want to do, set out drinking, and there's a limit to what you can do. And, well, again, we, we're facing staffing shortages here in Thomasville at the police department. We, you know, we, we, we don't have enough staffing, you know, to, uh, to, to, to handle the cost of service, let alone trying to cover other things. And so when you get two or 300 people in one block area, then you got five or six officers. You know, that takes up all your staffing for that one particular, you know, issue going on at the time. And then the rest of the city can, can, can go, you know, unpatrolled and you got calls for service coming in, things like that happen. So it's a domino effect. So it's important that if you can work, we'll work with you if you can work with us and, 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 and help through this process. Yeah. 
Can can you name um, just just as a, some examples? I guess uh, uh, you know don't have to mention any names or anything like that. But give me an idea of somebody who has called you, worked with you, had success, and uh, on a good event. Tell, give me some. Give us some ideas. Well, I mean, uh, here recently, and I don't I don't think they would mind me saying the actual the hour flowers uh, they went pretty well. They followed the, the permit. Um, um, you know, uh, the park was they, they they had we had several people there within that particular event that was you know volunteers that ensured that people did what they were supposed to do, um, and they should make sure they cleaned up the park when they got through. They kept the, the music at certain volumes, but again, they we met with them prior to the event. We set the expectations, what was required, what was needed, and they followed it. We did have some after party. Issues, you know, the people left from there and went done other things. But as far as the hour flowers, I, I really appreciate them really, you know, doing what we ask them to do. And um, because at the end of the day, we want them to, to celebrate. I, you yeah. know, I want them to do what they need to do and and um, and have a good time. But you know, uh, uh, we can't allow streets to be blocked and things like that. So they've done a really, really good job in that. And it was we got a lot of positive comments and feedback from that. You know, and. Again, what happened afterwards? We really can't hold them responsible. Yeah, that's once, a, once they know. leave the event area, but you know, and, but people want to go to another area and, and continue partying in the middle of the streets, and that's where we've come into issues. But for the Ivor Flowers incident yesterday or uh, event, I thought it was really, really good. Yeah, so. and again, a good example of reaching out, planning, trying yeah. to make it safe for everybody, safe for the neighbors. Yeah. You know, those those types yeah. of things, yeah. uh, which is a great way to honor Ivor Flowers. Yeah, uh, and he's, he's one guy I knew. He's he was, he's an awesome guy. Yeah, no. I know when you're talking about examples, and they probably wouldn't mind um, me mentioning their name, but Hands on Thomas County had a recent event um, at one of our parks, actually our amphitheater, and um, they were an organization that, you know, needed some assistance, needed extra trash cans, so they filled out that event permit, and we were able to provide all that for them. They also applied for the one-day alcohol permit so that they were allowed to um, serve alcohol during that event, but again, they followed all the steps in place and and we work together you know on on helping them make that event successful too so let's let's recap again so if you're going to host an event on city-owned property public property um, there is a process that you go through if, if it's an event that you're having where you, you are wanting to serve alcohol you would need to apply for that event permit and also um, get that alcohol permit as well and, and the city will walk you through the That's process right. for that right. if it's an event that you're having um, at a private venue on private property you do not need to have that special event permit but if it's a ticketed event and you're going to serve alcohol, you do have to have a permit to be able to serve alcohol at those events. Exactly. And that, and that would be a, an alcohol permit. Right. Right. Okay. Right. The, yeah. there, there would be no city permit, just yeah. an alcohol right. permit. It's just, just an alcohol to be permit. Clear on that one. So if you rent a facility here in the city, you know, that some a, a local citizen owns, if they own a, a building that they rent out for, or their venue for parties, and if you're going to have alcohol, then you got to get a. a, a permit through the state, I call permit through the state. And Melissa will walk you through that process. So real easy, real, very easy. I mean, you know, and we always say this is not very difficult to do the right thing. You know, it's usually harder to do the wrong thing. <laughs> and so again, we want everybody just to be safe. Uh, know that we're supporting you and we're supporting what you're doing as long as you do it the right way. Yeah. Well, Wade, we really appreciate you and uh, the hard work that you and all the Thomasville's finest put in and, uh, you know, uh, you know, glad to have this conversation. Hopefully that uh, provides some insight and clarity. Uh, again, you guys uh, um, do a great job. And also, I mean, like, you, like you've like you said in this interview, you want people to 
we we all enjoy our community. We enjoy our friends. Y'all don't want to have to put a stop to any of that. Uh, if we go about it in the right way, this is not going to be an issue, and 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 more joy and fun can be had. But uh, appreciate y'all and all the hard work and and what you guys do for our community. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Thomasville Insights with the City of Thomasville. The show is produced by Christy Owens. The editor and sound technician is Austin Reams. The show's music is by Pond5.com and Envato Elements. To learn more about the City of Thomasville, visit thomasville.org or follow us on Facebook. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening app so you won't miss an episode. Thank you for listening.